Blessings and abundance. And welcome to another episode of Hooker's Uncut Gems. Take a deep breath, get in the moment, and let's get into this. It is Jazz, your lovely mystic, spiritual advisor, and host of Hooker's Uncut Gems, where I share uncut gems to adorn your spiritual garden. And hopefully I plant seeds within your spiritual garden um, for the nourishment, the empowerment, encouragement, and inspiration of you. Um... This week's episode, I share gems through the lens of my life. Uh, Get a little personal with you. Um, And I hope that it's not too deep. Um, I encourage you to take a moment and just listen, play this as you do whatever it is that you do. Um... I also encourage you to follow me on the socials at Hooker Be Knowing on Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, YouTube, or you can follow or you can send me an email at hookerbeknowing at gmail.com. Um, I encourage you to share the energy exchange. I'll leave the link in the show notes so that you can share the energy exchange with me. Um, there are many ways that you can uh, do that. One way being share share the show. Share Hooker's Uncut Gems with your friends. Share Hooker's Uncut Gems with your socials. Let people know you listen. Let people know. Let me know when you listen. I may not always, you may not see Hooker's Uncut Gems everywhere, but it's not because I'm not proud of it. It's just that i have been focusing in other directions. So um, if there's ever a time where I've said something and it just sticks, you know, someone told me today, something you told me punched me in the gut and I needed to hear it. And I was like, okay, that is what I like to hear because although it was never my intention for her to get punched in the gut, she understood what I said in a magnitude that was meaningful to her and I love to know that. So um, sharing this energy exchange by sharing uh, my show with your friends. Also, you can share um, by donating um, in the energy exchange. You can exchange energy by donations. Um, I will leave the link tree again in the show notes. Um, And yeah, you can go there. You can also just uh, comment, like. Uh, Play this in a space where you know the women need it, where you know the people need it, where they need something refreshing and you know they love to hear my voice. So um, let's get into this episode of Hooker's Uncut Gems and um, enjoy yourself. So... For this week's catch-up of Hooker's Uncut Gems, I want to first um, acknowledge the loss of Michael K. Williams. 
Michael K. Williams. I don't want to get into the sentimental stuff, but uh, one of his popular roles in the past was Omar on The Wire, and uh, recently as, um, oh gosh, why can I not remember his name right now? Uh, it wasn't Omar, but I feel like it was a two-syllable name um, on Lovecraft Country. Oh gosh, it was literally at the top, at the tip of my tongue. Uh, dang. All right, I'll remember it later. But Michael K. Williams um, influenced me over the years, so I appreciate the Michael K. Williams uh, of the of the world and his influence. So I want to acknowledge that and send him love wherever he may rest. Um, I appreciate him, his talents, and just overall what he's done in this community as far as being himself. Um, the next thing is, I want to, um, invite you into something very personal to me. Um, I did what is known as giving him back to the streets and um i am now single again uh no one knew i was in a relationship let's just be clear however uh boundaries uh remember last week's episode i tend to keep things under wrap my friends didn't even know until probably two or three weeks into it um and i'm really close with my friends i love them a lot <laughs> but I just did not feel like it was everyone's business. Um, I didn't take this time to diminish this man. I genuinely love him, wish him joy, harmony, health, well-being, and prosperity, but I just cannot do it. I can't. We've been friends for a long time, uh, 10 years, but, and we have a really good friendship as friends. We could not, we do not do well as partnership. And I should have known that by um, our previous versions of our friendships, but it didn't work out. And I'm kind of sad about it, but uh, I'm not really that sad because I have accountability. And uh, there's something that I want you to always remember, ladies and even gentlemen, as you healed Bring your healing with you into your relationships. Do not just expect that because you are healed that, uh, or healing, that the healing of your love life will do the work on its own. No, no, no. You have to heal in every area. Um, and you have to stop making the decisions and also sometimes stop <clears throat> dealing with the people that you had to heal from. So when dating, when I say take your healing with you, that means you have to stop settling. I know that means settling on yourself. You have to stop saying that I'm only going to get this. You have to stop settling on yourself. And, 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 and an empath thing that we do is not that we're only, it's really just like, we're like, you know what, it's my job. 
it's my job to save this. It's my job to do this. It's my job to be this kind, loving being and make sure that this works. And that's a lie. It's a lie. It's not your job to hurt. It's not your job to make it work. In fact, you deserve a love that is not work. You also have to start believing people when they show you. As healed individuals, we have a whole new set of knowledge. As Hood Hiller says, we've stepped up the pussy package. So when we've stepped up the pussy package, sometimes you can even tell if somebody that's getting in there, if they finna give you acne. I just want to interject here by saying that while editing, I noticed that this can sound very crazy to someone who has not ever heard of this. But yes, ladies, a man's energy and a man's diet can throw off your pH. And um, all I can say is just protect yourself, ladies. You know, boundaries are clear in every direction, but... Do a little research on it. Don't just take my word. Um, it hasn't happened recently, and I was not referring to the man that I'm talking about in this segment. Um, if I'm being 100% clear, that man, I love him to death. We just did not work. Because it happens like that sometimes. They give you acne. So there's that. Um, then, on top of that... On top of that, there's just the fact that you know how you are feeling when you are healing. Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all know I, I love to drop some ramen in there. You know how you were feeling when you was healing. You know how you was feeling. And when you got back in, when you get into this relationship, is that how you feel? Is it elevated or is it diminished? You know, and, and then the next one is when you, when you, are in a relationship, you do not owe anyone access to you who has not given you all of the tools that, or who have not shown all the tools to gain access to you. Therefore, you probably shouldn't even be in a relationship with somebody who, who has not gained access to you. They had access to you in the past. This person has not gained access to you as you are. Um, Sometimes we go backwards because we're like, okay, I know this person. I know a lot about this person. Um, but their attention and acknowledgement is not enough for your healed self or for your healing self. You require a little bit more than that. You've invested more in yourself, baby. You've invested more in yourself. So you step the pussy package up. So you might have even stepped the dick package up. So, request a little bit more in the energy exchange that you're requesting when you're energy exchanging with these people, okay? Man or woman. When you are having these energy exchanges, the, your current vibration is high. That is your currency. So, request that the energy exchange is worth it. Because you're going to pay high dollar because that's naturally what you tend to give off. You give off high dollar. And the energy exchange is giving real mm, $1 bill-ish. And better yet, 
let's call it a $100 bill because y'all, it tends to look real good. Let's call it $100 bill. But understand that money is the lowest form of currency. Okay, it's only physical, right? So because it's only physical, we have to step outside of just the physical. And I'm not just talking about looks and stuff. I'm talking about physical as far as how you're being treated in this physical world. What is the physical of your health like? Not even just your mental, but you got to step outside the physical and realize that mentally you're not in the same space that you were in before you stepped back into this. So, or before you stepped into dating someone before, if it's not elevated, get the fuck back. All right. Um, and in no way, shape, or form was that meant to diminish this man. Like I said at the beginning, I have nothing but love. I wish him joy, harmony, and well-being. However, a hit dog will holler. And if any of that offends anybody, then that's on them. Because your peace of mind is worthy. Your peace of mind is worth it. You deserve that. Um, so... Let's get into this topic because we finna talk about my journey. And I really appreciated being able to share this journey with you guys uh, and starting back up Hooker's Uncut Gems. So, you know, let's get into this story. I think you'll enjoy. So for this episode, I'm kind of working backwards because... It says new episode at the top of the screen, and this is my first 10 seconds of recording. I haven't recorded anything to go before or after this. So I just want to share um, some of my journey of this. You know, I, I, I went from non-denominational spiritualist to a mystic, and I kind of want to share what that means to me. Um, I... I've had this journey of, I was, I would consider myself what I would, what I would say was a prayer prayer warrior to some extent, but I wasn't somebody that has ever been super heavy active in church. I just, I don't know. I just felt a connection to stuff. <laughs> I ain't know it. I just, you know, whatever. Um, I felt a connection to the divine always. I've always liked, of course, I told y'all I used to like the haunting shows and all that kind of stuff. I don't even watch it <clears throat> anymore. Well, I do watch Fringe. I like that. Um, and I really enjoyed, uh, what was the one on HBO? Lovecraft Country. I enjoyed that as well. So I like the sci-fi um, connecting to non-physical energy type stuff. Like, it's cool to me. But um, I did not, I don't necessarily... Uh, subscribe to any one particular religion. I am, I find God everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I mean like everywhere. I find God in my, okay, y'all, I just had this thought. I'll share it. Shoot, I ain't got no job. I work for spirit. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to clear my throat. Um, I had a shroom experience recently. Shrooms, that's right. Psychedelic mushrooms, in fact, I think. Never mind, I don't want to incriminate myself. 
However, um, I was under the influence of shrooms watching Fringe on my living room um, on an air mattress in a controlled environment. And it dawned on me as I was surrounded by my beautiful green plants. Um, I'm not in charge. <laughs> I am not in charge. These plants get the things that they need. Sometimes they don't. They probably need some plant food and fertilizer right now. Um, but they get everything that they need and they trust that that will be given to them. So they continue on living. And um, the trees and the leaves and my sister all inspire me to do that, to trust that things will always work out in time. And my sister probably <laughs> doesn't even know um, how much she inspires me with that. But she is, to me, a pure definition of love. Both of them, actually. Um, all of them, actually. Every, and that's the thing, I find love everywhere. As I just started to think about love, I thought on it so intently. I find love <clears throat> in the color green, which is the color of the heart chakra. So I, I really find it beautiful that God decided that the trees, or the creator rather, decided that the trees and the leaves would be green. And the fact that there is so much green and the fact that my skin looks so good amongst a green background. Um, I'm surrounded in love. And when I was on my trip, honey, them trees was looking at me. And then the next day I realized, oh my gosh, they're in charge, but they still follow my lead. And it was so beautiful. And I have moments like that all the time. Like that wasn't just a shroom moment because I love road trips sometimes because of all the green that I see. I see the trees and I say that is an abundance of trees. And I say that is for every tree I see, I know that $100 is coming from me. Honey, who got bars? Y'all been rhyming, okay? Check, run it back. I've been rhyming. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I, um, I see God in the color green. I see love in the color green. I see love in the color green because I see more green than I see of any other color. I see blue above me. And, um, I love that, but I see more green than anything, and uh, for me, the journey of being a mystic is that I see God in everything. I see God in everything. I have gratitude. I have a lot more gratitude and forgiveness and love and, and non-judgment for so many things and so many people. Uh, I don't I don't judge. It's harder for me to judge because I see myself in you. I try not to size people up. I, 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 I think that I suffer with certain things um, just from being here in the U.S. And <clears throat> I really feel that uh, I can work on some things. And I do, but I forgive myself along the way. 
Um, I see myself in all people in all situations. I see myself in the trees and the leaves. I also see myself in the grasshopper who died at my at my doorstep. It's interesting to me the little small animals who who choose my doorstep to pass. I, I find that interesting. I don't see that as things are always dying at my doorstep. I see that as people find or beings find comfort near me. So they, whether they were kicked here <laughs> or whether they just were left there after someone swatted them for whatever reason, um, I find that to be a very interesting moment. I know this can sound a little weird, but I see in everything myself and others and my ancestors. I say that these things could be my ancestors protecting me. I, you know, my first episode of Hooker's Uncut Gems, I talked about a um, snake and that encounter with the snake kind of changed my life because I haven't really, like we went to Mexico this year and they have different, different bugs and stuff, but still the same bugs. And my sister, we stayed in a jungle uh, for two days in Tulum and well, two, I think it was three days, two nights. And we stayed in a jungle and it was a tree house 16 feet or 18 feet above the, um, six meters, 18 feet above the ground. And we would see spiders and my sister saw me about to kill this spider. She was like, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that. And, um, and I was like... No, it's in the way I'm trying to do my makeup or I was trying to do something in, in, in the mirror with my hair. I don't remember. But I was willing to kill this life because it was an inconvenience to me. And that was something that we challenged ourselves not to do. Now, my sister said, fuck that at some point. And, I, and I'm sure I did too. But we challenged ourselves not to kill living things to the best of our knowledge and to value life. And I feel like that story of Mexico will have to be another story too. But um yeah, um my sister uh and I challenged each other on this trip to have more respect for living things. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think about this walk that we took on our last morning there before we came back and saw that we had breakfast so we could pull it up. And um, we went on this walk and found out that leopards and jaguars um, are also likely present along this walk. And we didn't know. We just saw, uh, I don't remember how it was pronounced, but Volomenum, I don't know how. I'll, if I could find the picture, maybe I'll post it as the picture of this episode, but... And we could tell that it was a violent animal and it was a cat. <laughs> um, so we took this stroll and we saw this sign twice, but we felt secure. In fact, the only time that we turned around was when we saw a dog. <laughs> but that really wasn't it. It was really, um, we saw that each direction that we could go, it was just, we didn't know whether or not we could trust it fully. So we were like, all right, whatever. Um we turned back around and we saw another sign that we had missed on the way in. And, but we, we felt safe and secure and we saw these different insects in their own environments. We didn't try to kill them. We just, I mean, like, why? We felt protected. And in fact, we didn't feel not protected until we 
uh, thought of the severity. And even then, we were like, we got this. Like, we're we're safe. Like, we've been standing in a treehouse in the middle of this jungle for the past, what, I don't know, two days. And we've been fine, even when we hear sounds in the middle of the night. Um, We valued life all the way. There was life in that. And y'all... Like I said, that's going to have to be its own uh, episode in itself. Let me know if you want to know more about this. Like, send me a message. Say, girl, I really want to know uh, about this trip to Tulum in this treehouse. <laughs> it was beautiful. But um, there was beauty even in, like, seeing the sameness between yourself and another culture and seeing God expressed through other people and their creations. And just like <laughs> seeing how you identify with them. I remember we were walking toward a bus station to meet with the woman who was coming to pick us up to take us to the jungle. Um, she was the Airbnb host. And we were walking to this station, the bus station. It was a familiar spot. And we are apparently walking in the wrong direction. So we see these white women. Um, they we they were speaking English, but they were they had a heavy accent, <laughs> and they were just so angry. They said, "How dare them? They turned us away. We were on the wrong side, but we were right there. They didn't let us go through the gate. They told us to go walk all the way around the block and then to come back through the front. How dare them? They were so upset. And me and my sister were like, I guess they mad." <laughs> We just thought that was hilarious because, you know, in any country, white tears is just like hilarious to me because it's like, dude, you got to realize your privilege. Like if that's the rules where they are, why do you assume that you can assert your privilege in this moment? There is specific travel privilege to being an American and having an American passport. I don't know if they were American. They had a very heavy accent, but there is certain privilege. But do like chill, chill, chill. And, um, anyways, so, um, we walk all the way around. We heard them just, <laughs> we just was giggling because the whole way we heard them just, how dare them? God damn it. We in sandals. Like it's hot out here. Da, 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 just hear them. And eventually we got up far enough and then we were able to watch them, uh, verbally attack these people when they got to the front of the station. I'm assuming that these were not the exact same people that they had dealt with at the back of the station. And even if they were, the people had on sunglasses, but me and my sister had the most intent giggle. Because it was like, we all understood. These white people griping at you, you doing your job. Fuck them people. Boy, do you need to catch this bus or not? Are you mad or what? Like, what What do you want? What do you want? Like, <laughs> it was hilarious to me. But uh, I saw, I understood them and I understood each part of that. There was duality in that whole exchange. And I was just like, what the fuck? My sister, we just, we thought it was hilarious. We saw ourselves in every living thing. We saw ourselves in the water that was to be cleaned in the cenotes. It was, I mean, it was just beautiful. Um, I see myself and I see God in everything. I say, I am God in search of myself. I am love in search of myself. And now as a uh, someone who is an energetic healer, um, 
I work for Spirit. Spirit is the best investor. Spirit provides for myself and my purpose and uh, therefore provides for my family. You understand? So it's an interesting thing. I can say this here. I haven't shared it with many other people, but I am officially a minister. I'm ordained. I'm an ordained minister. Um, I don't think that I'm I'm ready for all that comes with it, but I have certain goals that I'm trying to accomplish right now. So there's no, that was just a step, you know? Um, I am a mystical spiritual advisor. I'm not a Christian minister. So don't be over here judging me talking about, she was just talking about she was on shrooms. That's the difference between you and I. I am a mystic. Okay. <laughs> and even if you didn't, I'm sorry for projecting my, uh, my insecurities on you just now, but, uh, <laughs> no, um, I, I, I don't, I'm not governed under the same things because my connection to God is not governed by the judgment of the human form. Uh, I'm not worried about y'all. <laughs> I saw this video yesterday about, um, <clears throat> it was this man. He said, Oh, so you're spiritual. Hmm. So, like, are you in connection with, like, demons? Because those are spirits, too. Something like that. Let me see. I'm sure I have the video. I, I feel like I had to have downloaded it in order to... I, I'm, hold on. Is is that Hood Healer on live? Look, watch me have to wrap this up. Y'all know I love me some Hood Healer. She don't ever be on like that. But I'm going to play this video for you. Here you go. Don't you just love when somebody tells you that they're spiritual? I'm like, demons are spirits, too. Be more specific. So, me personally, I I kind of got really annoyed with that because I I have more respect for Jesus now than I did ever as a Baptist woman because it's just different. Um, the crazy thing is that I don't live in a world where I even think of the devil or think of demons. I think as an extension of God, God is not a, the devil ain't out to get me. He out to get y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. And the y'all not being you, the people whom I love for listening to me. I'm saying y'all being the people who judge and who live in this world where you think that you are from here. I, I'm, I'm not from here. I'm from, uh, I am an extension of God. Okay. I just chose this vessel at this time. And because I chose this vessel at this time, I don't have to subscribe to the fact that something is always out to get me. And I, I sometimes feel like that can be a colonizer mindset and that can be a fear mindset that was programmed into us by Western religion, honestly, or any any type of religious crusade that was drilled into our heads as we formed our ideas of religion. But I find so much connection now to God without, without having anything in between that connection. I just connect. I just know God understands me and hears me and listens to me in the way that I... I don't know. It's just... It's a connection. My prayers, you know, sometimes... Sometimes in, in Christianity... Um, I would feel like, 
I would feel like I was always praying and hoping and it'll get better. And it was almost toxic positivity because it was like, and I, I didn't always, and maybe it was just perspective. Maybe it was just perspectives because I, I always got what I needed. But now I feel like when I talk to God, God talks back, you know, um, when I ask spirit for direction, spirit gives me specific direction. I, when I, when I pray, my prayers are answered and it's different. It's not that they weren't before, but it's, it's, I can name it differently. You know, I can physically name some things and it's a beautiful thing. And I'm just proud of how I've gotten along this journey. I didn't need a book. And I, I often ask myself, if I didn't have a book, how would I have gotten here? And I learned from people and their books. But I mean, I, I started with the Bible. How would I have gotten here? I don't know. I don't know. But I appreciate all the energy that got me here. And I appreciate my ancestors. Let me tell y'all. Your ancestors have a job here. They have a job to ensure that where you're trying to go and where the legacy is going is is in the in the direction of growth. They get their healing through you. I didn't understand it so much until this week. My great grandmother contacted me. She is in contact with me. I thank you. I thank you, Ma. I thank you, Ma. She is in contact with me, and um, I, I realized the extension of how she had to get to me. She, uh, her line to me, like the extension of how far she had to go to still be touching me as I am my age that I am right now. Like, you understand that? That's so beautiful that she was not even present when I was born into this into this physical plane, but she's here with me now as one of my guides, and I'm so appreciative of that. I think that the more that I that I give my ancestors praise and worship, baby, they hear me. They hear me and they are with me. I stopped thinking of my ancestors away in some faraway place. I stopped thinking of God as some man in the sky. And I started thinking of God as something within me. I started thinking of my ancestors as my my journeyers with me. They journey with me and, and I keep them with me. I love them. They love me. They consistently give me healing. They consistently are here with me. And that's just a beautiful thing. I trust them so much. You know, I had to I had to give up the fact that, you know, we <laughs> y'all, I I grew up Baptist. You know how hard it was to uh relinquish this thought of everything being witchcraft and demonic. <laughs> I, why could I think that my angels and my ancestors who have guided me along this entire journey, do I think I'm demonic at that point? Where did I get that from? Religion. Um so it's like we we get into this funk and we we start being afraid of everything that we don't know and I I had to stop doing that. I was like I want to know some more. And I want to know some more and I I want y'all to give me cues along the way to give me very specific to give me very specific um answers. You know, and 
and they did. They gave me very specific answers. I've, I've had more and more ways to get in touch with my people, with my ancestors, with my guides. I've had more and more ways, more and more ways to get in touch with them the more that I've asked. And I, I didn't have to, I didn't just keep on praying to something that, that was, no, no, no. I accepted the fact that, you know what, I'm going to have to think a little different. I'm going to have to think outside the zone. I'm going to have to think outside the fact that everybody said this is demonic and witchcraft. I'm going to have to get outside myself. I'm going to have to step away from that. And when I stepped away from it, I realized like a lot of people's projections are their fears. And, and I can't allow that to be my... My problem is not my problem that you're afraid of your own power. Not you. I'm talking about to those who, who are afraid of their own power. You not right. You not. So that ain't you. So don't be over here. Hit dog or holler. So don't be mad at me. But I, 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 I'm not afraid of my power. And I'm not afraid of my ancestors' power. They love me. And, and and they only want what's best for me. And I don't ever think of that as some type of demonic field. I don't think of something out to get me. I don't think of the thing that is helping me achieve what I desire as something evil. I can't think like that. I think that there's more evil in this physical world than what is in the non-physical and within me. There's more evil right here. And that is why I choose to shape my world with light. I choose to live on a path where I believe that... Uh, the God within me can live through me and speak through me, uh, govern my conferences of the day so that I can live a happy life that I can be very proud of on a level that is not just physical, but but truly on a spiritual level. You you understand me? Like, I'm not worried about y'all. I'm not worried about these people that don't that don't understand that I don't just have a belief anymore. I have a severe knowing. Of, of how great God is. I have a severe knowing. I, I trust differently. You understand? I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is getting a little preachy. And I know that that's not what I do. Um, this journey as a mystic has brought me closer to the divinity within me. I feel powerful. I truly feel like I have reclaimed the empire that is mine. And I realized that there is an endless abundance of empires um, that can be claimed. And I have no claim to any other than my own. And you have no claim to any other than your own. Um, your ancestors prepared it for you. There is abundance within you that all you have to do is accept, stop resisting it, don't allow it, don't try to don't don't try to control when it comes in, don't try to figure out is this is this it right here? No, 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 just claim it. Claim it and don't resist it. Don't try to question all of your abundance that's supposed to be here. Don't try to question all of your spiritual gifts. You have to allow your spiritual gifts. Ask for more of them. Ask for more of your spiritual gifts. Ask to know your spiritual gifts. Ask for approval if that's what you need of your spiritual gifts. You feel me? Because sometimes that's what y'all be wanting. Y'all be wanting the approval of your spiritual gifts. You just be wanting somebody to tell you that, nah, you ain't doing nothing wrong by believing what you believe. Yes. Yes. Ask your guides to give you confirmation. And when you get that confirmation, know that there is no journey 
No journey that your guides will send you on that is there to harm you. This morning, I had a session with my guides where I was so fearful of what was going to come up. And now here I am with the answer of what came up. And I'm just like, I just want to know more. It took me literally an hour to figure out what um, my guides were trying to tell me. Like from 8.54 a.m. to 9.54 a.m., I was trying to figure out what they were trying to tell me. And when they finally told me what they were trying to tell me, I have no idea what they're trying to tell me. (laughs) And it had no, all of my fears are gone because now I realize they ain't, they ain't worried about my damn fears. They ain't worried about my damn fears. They worried about guiding me. They are my guides. Why do you think you're guided by the devil? Why do people assume that we're going to be guided by the devil? It's programming. <laughs> it's programming. I don't call toward me anything that is demonic or evil. That ain't even in my character. That ain't even in my, you know me, you feel my light. You done been over here. You done touched this. You done seen it. I don't even dim my light no more. Okay. Um, And that's another thing about being a mystic. I want to walk into every room as myself. And that's kind of why I quit my job. I want to walk into every room as myself. Um, I encourage you um, to, and this is my uncut gem, I guess, one of them for this episode. I'm sure I probably shared one or two. Uh, my uncut gem for this episode is genuinely like trust yourself, trust your knowing. Um, you know, one of the things that I had to truly learn along my journey was to trust myself, trust that I was being guided by light, trust that God wanted great things to happen for me. And I had to start expecting that great things are happening for me. I had to stop worrying as much. I had to start uh, um, allowing myself to dream a little bit. I had to allow myself to trust my dreams. I had to allow myself to trust the things that I'm thinking because nobody else can back it up. It's not a conference call whenever you're asking your spirit to tell you something. Nobody else can hear it if they're not on the same frequency as you. And your frequency is your own. Until you learn to share with others. Until you learn to join with others. And oftentimes we don't learn to do that until we learn to know ourselves. So trust yourself. Trust your guidance. Our guidance isn't always a a message. Our guidance isn't always 1111. It isn't always 1111. 3333, 4444. Or 4444. It isn't always that. Your guides can be the fact that you just keep on having this dragonfly come near your door. When you're getting out of your car, you have dragonflies coming to you. That's a message. That's a message. Nobody else saw that but you. You don't always have to ask for confirmation. Uh, A a lot of time trusting your spirit and getting connected to the divinity within you is just allowing yourself to realize that everything is not a conference call. Everything is not a conference call. We talked about boundaries on, on one of the last episodes. We talked about boundaries. Everything is not a conference call. A lot of the time that you'll see this stuff, it is not whenever you will be with other people. And sometimes when it is when you're with other people, you can't expect them to validate it because they don't see what you see. They're not on your frequency. Oh, who got bars? I need to start writing this stuff down. Y'all heard that. Y'all heard the rhyme. Anyway. <clears throat> so, yeah, there's that. Um. Get to know yourself. Know that your cues are subtle. 
Know that your cues are subtle. Your cues are subtle. Your cues are subtle. Don't go looking for them. They're subtle. Those are the ones you can trust. They didn't yell at you. They subtly came to you. You just got to trust them and don't resist them. Don't say, I, I, I don't got time for that right now. Believe yourself. Don't talk yourself out of it. That's a big thing too. I don't talk myself out of great things. Don't talk yourself out of great things. All right. Um, I'm going to wrap up this part of the topic. Um, and yeah. <laughs> so here we are at the end of another episode of Hooker's Uncut Gems. And I have listened to the elements of this episode and I have a final word and it's probably a final word that you hear from me very frequently and that is to get closer to your guides um if not through uh ancestral veneration or through an altar through some type of spiritual uh ritual get in touch with your ancestors um create an altar if you need to um i like to place uh only pictures of those who have crossed over in my um photos on my altar um i like to also place things like uh earth air fire water and plant life uh i also like to do things like i cook so I place my own personal seasoning. I probably need to put a new tablespoon of seasoning on my altar right now. Um, and a candle, of course, water, incense, things like that. So, um, And just dedicate time and space to them in your dwelling. Um, when I tell you, spirit talks back. I'm never alone. I never feel lonely. Uh, I've had to ask my ancestors if they're judging me whenever I have sex in my own apartment. They say no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I encourage you to dedicate, even if it's the size of an Altoids can, dedicate time and energy to your ancestors or to your guides and ask them to assist you. Um, don't assume that your guides are evil. We often assume the worst things and even part of my dating journey is realizing that I can seek the best things and expect the best things and the best things do flow in sometimes. Um, I may not always select the best things. I make choices based on choices that I had made before. But one of the best choices that I've made is getting close to my guides in a way that I feel 100% connected to them on a daily basis. Um, I encourage you to find time to encourage communication and connection 
and that does not always have to look physical. You know, some people think that connection with your ancestors mean you're going to have ghosts. That is not what that means. That means that you will have peace. Um, so, if you're having a hard time with that in any way, shape, or form, I do encourage you to go over to any of the socials at Hooker Be Knowing on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I encourage you to go over to any of those, check out any of the tea, and see if there's anything in there that can help you. I have a lot of either videos or reels or just tweets that can be of benefit along your journey. Um, you can also book a session. Um, you can send me an email, hookerbeknowing at gmail.com. Um, if you want to just ask a question, ask a question. I think that I'm going to open up some space to just channel the inner empath within people. And if you're interested in that, let me know. Um, I'm meeting a lot more people who just want to get closer to self, get closer to spirit, get closer to their ancestors because they don't know what else to do. They don't trust religion. Um, anywho, uh, reach out to me on the socials at Hooker Be Knowing. I love to know that the seeds that I'm sharing for your spiritual garden is growing and I love to drop my uncut gems to nourish and adorn and just luxuriate your spiritual garden. I hope that you are empowered, encouraged, and inspired throughout this episode. And I send you love, peace, harmony, and joy. You be well. <laughs>